Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Antalaki. The great Joey Kiddish, <laughs> pro sports better on Twitter, Joey Kiddish 22. Does great work for our friends over at the Hammer, at the Hammer HQ on X. Kiddish, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy football season. How's it going? Gentlemen, Hall of Fame game night, baby. The three of us reunited. Let's just say uh, down there in Gainesville, I hope some of the kids didn't <laughs> leave the presents under the tree. Because, uh, let's, uh, you know, I don't think the Mertz family's got a lot. You know, they, they might have some coal in the stocking after this year, baby. So for, for people who, uh, who missed that, I, I bet Florida over five and a half wins this year. That was the, the first win total we gave out on the show. Graham Mertz, infamous for uh, me saying that his Heisman odds were going to drop after week one. And then he played one of the worst games of all time against Penn State, which Kanish clipped and then made a viral zeet of uh, several years ago. And uh, and I like over on Graham Mertz's team. So Kanish, is this just a, hey, it's funny that Ken bet Graham Mertz over five and a half or his team over five and a half? Or like, do you do you like Florida's under? Like, is this actually a bet where you're against me? Which is totally possible. Like, how, how do you actually feel about the team putting aside how much you want to troll me? Oh, I mean, lock. I, the, the wonderful thing when the universe aligns does it's all of the above. I mean, this is a guy. One, <laughs> I can't believe he's still playing. It got like, I thought after last year, I'd be like, oh, we're going to have to go, you know, maybe like Hillsdale College will get that after see Graham Morton. He's a starting quarterback for Florida. This is unbelievable content. Uh, I think legit, like, they tried to go out in the portal and pay some guys uh, said that other than merch to drive. Nobody took the money. And now it's like, oh, well, uh, looks like we're going with, uh, you know, Graham Cracker over here. I did early on. Now, I will say this. Would I bet the five and a half? No. I did take some under six very, very early. The five and a half is a no for me. And that's all the value in the reason. I don't play. Dude, here's the, I mean, you broke it down very simply. I think, you know, what is that? Five is more likely than seven, but six is probably the right number. So I took an under six early. I would not bet a five and a half. Um, I get what you're saying there on terms of the Florida historical and that, but to me, uh, you know, now the five and a half is right on the border there. Obviously tough schedule and all that, but as you said, I mean, this would be a historically bad Florida team if it played out that way. Um, and I don't know if, uh, if the bottom is in that far and maybe, and maybe this is the year it all comes together, man. Have we priced out what a well, 500 to one pizza money? Who says no? The guy might. You know, Kanish, yeah, the, uh, the great all, philosopher. 
the uh, the great philosopher, 50 Cent, once said, you shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass house. He also added, if you got a glass jaw, you should watch your mouth because I'll break your face, but we can leave that part of it out. Kanish, you can't just throw stones from the glass house, man. Lockie is the man in the arena right now. Lockie gave out a win total. He gave out the Florida over. You're just here criticizing. He's the man in the arena. You're up in the stands, in the nosebleeds, jeering from up there. Step onto the court, Kanish, be a man, and give us your favorite win total right now in college football. Wilson, we'll go back. And you know what? This is, this is a, a, a tie it in a Thursday, baby, because it all comes together. It's like poetry in motion. We'll go over to where Graham used to play in, uh, you know, in the Madison, Wisconsin. This, I know people want the Luke Fickle hire. They're excited about the new offense. They're excited about, uh, you know, they're, we're going to start. We got Tanner Mordecai. We got rid of that bum merch. We're going to throw it all over the park. In the history of college football, I found it very, very difficult in year one to drastically change your offensive. So when you go, you've seen triple option teams go from triple to like, oh, we're now going to run a modern offense. Year one, you go from Wisconsin, this man ball, we're going to line up, we're going to run it till like we want to run an air raid without a lot of the personnel to run that. Um, so I know there's a lot of excitement. They got brought in the new staff and all that. We're going to modernize Wisconsin, whether it be you can find an under nine juiced. I love, I played some eight and a half as well. I don't believe now for the future. Okay. But for year one, it's too much of a drastic change for me. I don't believe, uh, you know, the Wisconsin Badgers and the big 10 West. I think it's tougher than a lot of people want to give it credit for it. So Wisconsin, under for me, uh, just because they got rid of our boy Mertz, I don't, I don't think that solves all their problems. So uh, I like the Badgers to go under. So, Kanish, this begs a follow-up question. Okay, like if Wisconsin's going to be not as good as people expect, so it's like eight and a half, nine in the market, mostly eight and a half, but just way over. And over on Wisconsin's a really popular bet, by the way, from a lot of people, probably because they have a coach who's been to the playoff. Um, so if you're right, and I think you could be right, I don't have the over on Wisconsin, then you said you think the Big Ten West is better than people think. And people are going to look at the division. Northwestern is a total dumpster fire. Purdue like lost an amazing coach who covered a million games and now has someone completely unproven. Those are two of the teams in the division. Maybe Nebraska's better, Iowa's Iowa, et cetera. Do you like another team a lot in that? Like if you were going to take a shot against Wisconsin, either to win the division or to go over, because obviously they all play a lot of the same opponents. Is there a team in that division? Like you said, you think it's better. That usually means you like somebody there. Are there one or two teams in that division you like a little bit? Lock, incredible, incredible tee up here. Like, that, that is a softball that I can hit. I tell you what, without, you know what? When Nick was out for a month, you really got the segues lined up here. I, you're doing the commercial intros now. And, uh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I mean, the guy goes on, you know, on vacation for a month, and it's like, you know, hey, what are you then? do we really have to pay the Coast Coast all this money to host the show? We got, you know, I don't know. So, uh, anyway, phenomenal line up there because i do and you know what it's a turn break out the champagne baby champagne illinois i think brett bielema what he's done in a short time in illinois and this is there is some eight to one out there uh they're not a sponsor of the show so i won't mention the book but there's some eight to one division out there on illinois that i like quite a bit 
I'm not sure that Wisconsin's significantly better than Illinois. I don't know if they're better at all. If this offense doesn't take, they have to go to Illinois. Obviously, you know, Wisconsin's also gotten the crossover game. They got Ohio State. Uh, they have to go to Minnesota. But Illinois is a team that, even though their win total is, you know, a little lower, they've got a tough non-con. In terms of in-conference, they get Wisconsin coming into their house. I think Wisconsin is you know, a little bit of a changeover. I like this. This Illinois team was the best team in the West last year. They didn't win the right games. They didn't go to the championship. They should have. i pretty bullish on them again this year and what Bielema has done there. There's some 8-1 to one to win the West Division. like that quite a bit. I would say in terms of division bets, that's my favorite one that's still out there. Uh, and you can find that 8-1. to one. Illinois, uh, I think they can do it this year. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Tremendous football Thursday. Talking college football right now with our good friend Joey Kanish, Pro Sports Better from the Hammer on Twitter. At Joey Kanish 22. Kanish, who's the best bet to win the Heisman Trophy and why? Oh, baby, a little Heisman talk. You know one that I'm – and they've been running this, like, hashtag Texas is back for, for you know, I, I don't know, going on like eight years, and they, and they never actually come back. Uh, but I tell you what. It's a Texas, and I heard, I heard the the the, the Nikki, uh, whatever, whatever the opposite of Lochness is talking about Bama, Texas, and that one. But I'll say this: there's some Quinn, Quinn years, you know, twenty, twenty-five, twenty. That's the early game in Bama, and I'm not saying they're going to. I did play some of the, you know, the seven, seven and a half, and I've given that. But if there's a bet to make early, if Texas wins that game at Alabama, I'm telling you, he's going to come out of that. 250 to 1, 3 to 1. Genuinely, if they win that game and they can get it, and I think Texas, they're low to a talent. They have always let down, but, you know, I, maybe this is the one that comes together. The hype train and the fright. And this is like, if we want to go, you know, you're like, you know, run this running merch joke where it was like Lockie saying 80 to 1. If they won the Penn State game, it would come down. Not saying he's going to win. I'm not saying he was going to win. I'm saying if they win that game, all the buying opportunity is gone, and he will be the absolute strong chalk. So to me, I took some Uyghurs 25 to 1. I think there's some 20. It's all going kind to of come down to that Tuscaloosa game early. If they can go into Bama and win, he will be the absolute lock favorite for the remainder, you know, at least going into the second half of the year. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, a guy where if they finish 10 and 2, 11 and 1 with a win over Bama, he'd have a great shot to win it. And a uh, pretty similar dynamic, not the same point spread because Texas is a dog, but in a game involving Texas a few years ago, like Joe Burrow and LSU went to Austin, huge Saturday night primetime game. Burrow looked great. Price dropped a ton. He was like four to one after that game, after being a huge price preseason goes on to win the Heisman Trophy. So yeah, like that big, that big primetime game, week two, week three can usually be really telling for who ends up winning. It doesn't always have to be, but it can be a good spotlight game for if you're like condition, you like Quinn Ewers, or you think, especially, and Tyler writes this in the chat, if you think Texas is going to beat Alabama, then you almost have to bet Quinn Ewers to win the Heisman because you're just, that bet's going to age really well if you get the result that you want. And you can bet Texas to beat Alabama. Kanish, uh, this kind of goes to my question, We, because Alabama's involved and Texas is involved. We, uh, we haven't really asked you, like, who's going to win the national championship ever. And I know, obviously, you, you probably own a lot of Michigan stock, living in Detroit, huge Michigan fan. Harbaugh projecting they're going to break the record for number of players drafted in the NFL after this year, which is a really dangerous thing to say on the cusp of college football season. Uh, maybe it's Michigan. Maybe that's your answer. Is it a, a really chalky national champion this year? George is going for three in a row. How do you think this plays out? Do you really like Michigan? Do you like somebody else? 
I mean, huge cop out here, but like there, I, there was some three to one on Georgia in the offseason. Took that. Honestly, I think you're starting your portfolio out to start the year. If you can find a 250, they have the cakiest of cake schedules and the best team in the country. They're going to make the playoff. Like Georgia will be in the playoff, and they're very likely to be favorites in those games. I know the three peat is hard, keeping the team motivated, all that. They got a new quarterback, yada yada yada. They're going to make the playoff. So I think that's number one. I haven't bought any Michigan yet. I was really looking for, you know, a 20 was kind of the price I wanted. It's never gotten to 20. In fact, it's even come down from 10 to 850 to 9. The one buying opportunity, I will say, and we'll line this up right now, is they go to Penn. They're not, probably not going to lose any of the first eight or nine games. They go to Penn State. If they lose that game later in the season at Penn State, I guarantee I've already got it marked down on the calendar. I'm the, I'm the outlook inbox, baby, as soon as they repo. If they lose that game at Penn State, they will repost 30, 35, maybe even higher than that to win the national championship. They'll still have Ohio State at home, still be able to win the Big Ten, still be able to go to the playoffs. That it would be the only one, the only buying opportunity I'm seeing on Michigan this year. Already got it mapped out. Is if they lose that game late in the season at Penn State, we'll get a huge price. We'll be able to then come in on Michigan, and they'll have all of the pathways to still win the conference, still get to the playoff, and still contend for a national title. So don't buy Michigan yet. We'll wait to see how the season plays out. If they drop a game anywhere along the way, we'll get a much better price to me. That's the way to play it instead of buying now. Other than that, would say line yourself up with a decent chunk of Georgia for the portfolio, and we'll go forward from there and find some other ways to, uh, to add to that throughout the season. The hashtag portfolio. Kanish, we only got about 45 seconds left here. NFL preseason starts tonight with the Jets and the Browns. For the people out there listening, if you want to do well betting the NFL preseason, what are some tips from Uncle K? Have about 45 to 60 seconds. I mean, you know, it's all about quarterback rotation. That's right. You jump on there, there. you know, get the noties on, get that, or, you know, whatever. You can get the rap sheets of Schefter. Who's going to be playing quarterback for each team? And if you can get, you know, you can get that info and jump on it. Hey, listen, your goal, baby. You get ahead of the number there with, with the quarterback rotations, uh, and I think you'll be, you know, you'll be fine to go. So that would be the number one. Uh, who's going to be playing quarterback and how much they're going to play? Uh, if you can jump on ahead of that info, uh, you know, chef kiss, you'll be all right in the preseason. Did you, uh, have you bet the game tonight? Have about 10 seconds. A uh, little bit of early steam, stale number, not much of a play, uh, but we'll say uh, go, go, go Jets. Uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, Mr. Rogers uh, comes out and comes out hot for a series. I don't We'll see what happens with, uh, you know, the, the most hyped team in the country, J-E-T-S, Jets, baby. If, if Aaron Rodgers plays like one snap tonight, I think Jets fans may like burn the stadium to the ground. Can I don't I think he should be on the sidelines. You never know what can happen. Get him off the field, yeah. you know. So. Get him in bubble wrap. Get him back at HBO. Yeah. Kanish, good job. On Twitter, Joey Kinnish 22 the Hammer HQ on Twitter. My friend, stay well. Good luck with all the bets. We'll talk to you soon. By the way, oh, you got, you got anything for us? Anything random in the account? We only have 10 seconds. I was going to say, what are you doing? You're trying to set me up for the, you know, get no random. Oh, let me give you. Woo! Fun! Well, I have to save it. I have to save it for next week. I thought we didn't have it. I didn't have to tell you. It already started for the day. I let you guys down, baby. No, no, Kanishi missed today for, for the show. There's really only one way to follow that up. We'll be back.